You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at two, five, ten, or twenty-five dollars and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Halloween kills. So be careful, kids, because Halloween kills people every year. <laughs> just <laughs> like drugs just on like, your brain. Just like drugs. And some <laughs> usually at the same time, in my experience. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I think drugs kill more people at Halloween than Michael Myers, generally uh, speaking. He's catching up. He is catching up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've been in a, you know, I've been put away in a psychiatric institute for 40 years. I got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. You know, you got to have that body count meter go ding, 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 it works it works if you're looking for a body count well halloween kills the sequel to what two years ago last year 2018 2018's just halloween that still pisses me off you can't call it why what are you doing you can't it's it's not called halloween it's called halloween parentheses 2018 parentheses it is not (laughs) i uh, yeah probably not no (laughs) thank you though right of course they're attempting to make me feel better yeah direct sequel to that and i mean in the same way that halloween 2 was the original halloween 2 was a direct sequel to halloween 1 which ended with like and the next movie is like as it starts exactly yeah. where that left off that literally no time has passed between halloween one uh, the ending of the last halloween and halloween kills although we do start off with some flashbacks to some stuff you never saw before in 1978 oh yeah oh, we do indeed but before we go too deep into that let's bring in our cast of potential future killers i've got right <laughs> hello <laughs> frank Halloween kills any of the goodwill the last one had. I'm just kidding. I don't really mean it. It was just a cheap shot and I took it. Hi. Fair enough. I've met you, Frank. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and joining for our first highly suspect review from all the way from Deliberations of Doom, Madeline. Hello. I'm here to have fun. <laughs> and take names? Are you going to take names and have oh, fun? I'm so sorry. Madeline Fontenot is my name and I will be taking all of yours. <laughs> She's going to kill it tonight. That seems appropriate, considering that we're... Well, no, you get it. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> explaining the joke, which wasn't a good joke to begin with, so I appreciate I, it. I know. Well, I mean, I thought I'd help, and then I realized, what am I doing? This yeah, joke this is, is unsalvageable. A, right now, this has been a very cordial review, so just, thank just, you. Just really. dance off stage. Well, <laughs> this is a Michael Myers movie film review, though. It may come back to life at some point, because we've seen how this gone, has yeah. gone up to this point. <laughs> yeah. very, very true. Like I said, it does start largely with just where the last one left off, but there's like little bits of like okay so this was uh other stuff that you didn't see happen in the last movie like oh well there's some fill in the gaps and then it's like well let's go you know what fuck it as long as we're going back let's go all the way back to (laughs) 1978 haddonfield illinois and see what happened with some of the sort of in between the line stuff most notably with two police officers that are inside the strode house looking for michael myers it's not a retcon it's just kind of adding something around the side so one of them can be all grown up now (laughs) (laughs) which it does in fact bring in first off jim cummings 
Cummings playing one of the cops. And I'm yes. a huge fan of Jim Cummings and his movies. I think he's hysterical. He's made three movies, and in two of them he played a cop. Well, guess what? He's being typecast now. <laughs> It's, uh, it's kind of his thing. I'm we, sure he's got range, though. I mean, beyond that. He's become his own archetype at this point. <laughs> but he's, but, too, he's too good looking of a cop not to cast, cast him as a cop. I mean, come on. But Will Patton played, like, the major cop character from the previous film here. And now the other cop in the flashback is played by Thomas Mann, plays the young version. And sort of the arc of what happened to the two of them there is intrinsic to later on third act stuff but really just in the tying up the ethical guilt issues and you know what we'll get to that Uh i have some things and some (laughs) thoughts about that aspect of it andy matichek judy greer and and uh jamie lee curtis the strodes (laughs) Uh, someone what's her name (laughs) they're in the back of the truck uh heading towards to the hospital get help she's bleeding really badly they see fire truck going the other way because you remember in the last one they thought they had burned up michael myers well unfortunately firemen are just too good they show up put out the fire (laughs) guess what michael's only slightly charred (laughs) and he comes out and decides you know what? I thought maybe I'd take a break from killing, but now that you guys are here, no, I, I, I'm not. Let's let's do this thing. Yeah, I'm gonna amp up the violence like crazy too. They're like, ah, you know, it takes them a little while to catch on. It goes to a hospital, which you know is a nod to Halloween too, which all takes mm-hmm. place in a hospital mm-hmm. as well. Although I was thankful they're like not going. Let's just remake Halloween too. That's not what what is in fact happening here. As word begins to spread that Michael's returned, things get real crazy in the town as the whole town, led largely by the anger and furor of uh, older now Tommy Doyle who was the boy that Laurie Strode was babysitting in the very first movie is now played by Anthony Michael Hall and he is no longer a geek. No. <laughs> he is a big burly guy and he is like, we're going to kill evil. <laughs> evil dies tonight becomes the catchphrase as the town is whipped into a mob frenzy. Is searching. that the catchphrase? I was not sure that yeah. was the catchphrase. <laughs> really? yeah, <laughs> what was the catchphrase again? Only we had a catchphrase we could chant. <laughs> Tonight. Evil Tonight. naps this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, real quick with that, like, some of that was played for laughs, though, right? Oh, that, certainly. That I, yeah. was kind of ridiculous. I mean, I was laughing, but I was laughing in a very, like, good-natured, like, entertain. Like, this yeah. had an entertaining time with And, it. you know, Tommy's still friends with the other survivors from the original film. Uh, Lindsay Wallace, played by now Kyle Richards, Marion Chambers, played by Nancy Stevens, and Lonnie Elam, played by Robert Longstreet. And we even see the cop that was the father of one of the babysitters who's murdered that appeared in the first one. That's mm-hmm. the same actor. From, from yeah, It's crazy they got all these people back. I know. I just, I want to watch The Fog now because he's my favorite weatherman in The Fog. <laughs> it does make me feel a little bit better hearing you guys talk about it now that we're all sitting together because th- there were parts and things where I was like, I've seen all of these movies and it was within the last two years and I, 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 there were bits of it where I was like, I don't remember you. This does, am I missing something? <laughs> right, right. Is this just now? Because everything else makes sense and you seem really intricate to this part of the story it's, and I don't remember. Well, you at that's all. the thing is that the Halloween mythos has gotten precious to the point that if a guy walks in a background in a scene in yeah. the first one, they'll be like, remember me? I'm the guy who's in the background shot of that scene. I'm now very important. I lost to my the shit. Now I'm the star of the movie. <laughs> I lost, I lost my shit with the masks. I was like, Oh my God, it's yeah, the mask. <laughs> Which they did in the last one as well, but the, yeah. the masks from Halloween 3, though, was it Lucky Shamrock? I forget what the name and, of the company uh, was. Yeah. Oh, but that, we could see all three of the masks. <laughs> I was like, hooray! Wait, where did Michael even get those? See, this also is part of the Marvel big parallel universes crunching together thing. Which is why in the next one, Buster Rhymes is going
going to appear. Oh, oh my God. No. I would not be no. mad at that. <laughs> you wouldn't? No. I'd be kind of happy if they did it as long as they weren't that. I don't want them literally to incorporate the ridiculous mythology they created for like four, five, and six. Cause just they're don't so bring back Tyra. But I'd like bring him back as like a totally different character as like a, that's just a nod. Like, hey, he was a, everybody remembers Buster Rhymes because it's funny he was in a Halloween movie. It'd be funny to have him come back. <laughs> Remember everyone, America? That was funny, right? It was really weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is directed again by David Gordon Green, who I'm honestly surprised. I knew he was a fan of the original Halloween movie, but he as a director didn't make these types of films before the last mm-hmm. one. And I'm like, oh, really? I guess you really like the Halloween series. Yeah, wasn't uh, Michael Myers, didn't he make a cameo in George Washington at some point? <laughs> that was a very geeky joke. I liked it though. Thank it worked you. for me. Thank like, you. That one I will I will not try to over explain. <laughs> so that's about as far as the plot goes, really. I mean, the mob's out after him. All the various characters in the previous films are out hunting him. The characters who survived the previous film are either hunting them, or if you're Jamie Lee Curtis and Will Patton, you're literally stuck in a hospital room with nothing happening for the entire movie. That's their plot arc, <laughs> so they can come back to them every once in a while, and they can kind of talk philosophically about the nature of evil. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're waxing nostalgia this entire movie, <laughs> basically. Uh, you know, and the rest of it is just kills, 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 as Jason goes hog wild and establishes for any Anyone who was wondering, did you say Jason? Oh, I'm sorry. That's because I was just thinking that. He's Michael Myers, but in this movie, he's like, "Hey, Jason, check this out. Hold my beer." He was, yeah, like like he's going the full uh, kill count. They they even make a joke about that in Halloween parentheses 2018 parentheses, where all the teens are talking about like, "Well, he only killed like three people." And it was, I mean, yeah, like, that's awful, of course, but they're like, it's not a huge thing. And this one is like, oh, yeah, exactly. Hold my beer. I'm going to kill everyone. Right, right like, off the bat, at least a dozen. Boom. Right, it's like, three people, what are you whining about? Three people, oh, three people in your life died. Oh, no. Well, they even said that. They're like, oh, that's good. At least they acknowledge that. And but, then hopefully there's not a cult involved at well, some point. One thing I appreciate about the fact there are so many kills in this one is that they don't just kind of do it to just random passerbys, at least not till the very end, which is just all out carnage. But like, they set up these other little characters that you're like, okay, we haven't met these people before now. They're here to get killed. But they have fun with those characters. They do some kind of like, oh, this is funny bits. Like, you can tell one of the writers here is a comedy writer. Danny McBride. Yeah, every character is rich, even for Jason's fodder of kills. And uh, <laughs> and there's a scene that I, I remember seeing a little bit in the, the trailer, and I was like, kind of prepped myself for it. It is pretty graphic for, like, this movie, even though, like, the last movie was pretty graphic, too. But Jesus Christ, like, the older couple, like, that scene was so intense. And that was honestly scary. Granted, I don't think I was ever scared. Like, I didn't have any jump scares throughout the movie really that much. But you did? There were definitely moments where I jumped. There was one where he comes around a corner or just suddenly he's behind one of the characters. And those got me every time. Or there was a portion in the very beginning where, you know, the cops are looking around and there's a loud noise and it's not Michael. But I I, I did definitely jump. Uh, Ah, yeah, yeah. But you know, right, that kill that you're talking about, I felt the same way too. That's the one that really just sort of haunted me is because you usually kills over and it's over and then you move on getting ready for the next one. But that one, we're we're just staying on it. And he's just relishing overkilling and you're stuck in that moment and it becomes more intense the fun does diminish because it just becomes more and more intense because he's just reveling in this carnage and i mean that's always been a michael myers thing i always thought jason was a little more direct and to the point like i so to speak (laughs) he's like let's just get this over with and kill this guy but michael myers always been like i'm really liking killing this guy and they're like i know he's dead i'm not done killing him he always does something he's had the option of guns presented to him he doesn't like 
yeah. he always goes he's anti-gun. for something knifey or clubby or let me just yeah. gouge your eyeballs he, out. He, he's the Bruce Wayne of serial killers, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Except, well, let me actually do a spit take. Wow. Right now. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, Mindy's not here to hear that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always find it funny. Is like as soon as they hand one of the big killers, like Jason or Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers, a gun, they're like. Holy shit! This is way easier. Like, oh my! This was here this whole time. The I whole time. Just done that from a distance. It didn't God. have to get like stabbed thirty times they and look, then look pretend I'm Did dead. Did you not know about this? Maybe they believe in gun control, though. So. <laughs> the one thing that will continue to drive me nuts throughout all flavors of movies, I'm sure, throughout time, people walk towards the thing that they're afraid of or trying to shoot while they have a gun in their hand. Yeah. A yeah. gun is a ranged weapon. I understand <laughs> you if don't... you're not a good shot. Yes. However... <laughs> you don't have to be right up on them. No, no you don't. Uh, yeah. I, and that, that's the thing that drove me nuts here, especially in the um, the car park scene. Oh, yeah. I thought, is everyone here just a bad shot? No, they're just aiming at something that's not there yet. So it's aggravating. It's like, come on. Can I say as well, and I realize this is there specifically to make the audience go nuts and start screaming at the screen, because there's no other reason you would do it knowing as much about horror movies as this team does, but they do the whole, there, we stabbed Michael, he must be dead. Let's just, like, not pay attention to him. Let's just and stop beating him to death. The whole audience <laughs> starts screaming, fucking keep stabbing him! <laughs> I always like, how did you see an American History X Finished! Like come the, on! You want to turn? I mean, come on! Have you removed his head yet? Yeah. Then it's not. Well, over. I mean, like, zombie rules. Go for it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, really, it's not over until they're in pieces, and all those pieces are buried around yes, the world exactly. in different yes, locations. Exactly. So. They mail them Jason off. Jason goes to hell, but they came back. Yeah, yeah they didn't work for the Hulk either. So, yeah, yeah. I was having a great time with this movie, genuinely enjoying myself quite a bit, until they started playing with the mob mentality thing. Yeah. And I could feel, uh-oh, here we go. They want to say something. This isn't terrible. It's just going on too long. It's the whole middle act of the movie, almost. It really is. Uh, it's too much. And it was they struggling for story. It. it settled on something that had very little business being in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, I didn't like that. Ultimately, you understand why they were doing it. And that's part of the problem, is that they want to do what Rob Zombie also tried to do yeah. in his movies, which is, well, we need to further explain what the nature of Michael Myers is. Don't. There's one billion reviews out there that all said, don't. He's evil. Loomis said it. He's evil. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. We don't need to see the bag of rock salt that makes the Michael Myers ice cream. Right? Well, I don't know. Patton Oswalt. Yeah, Patton Oswalt. That's a great one, Chris. I, I like that. Because I, I, I don't know what the, the point of the point they were trying to make with the mom mentality is that we all know that that's not a good thing. And also, we've all seen Frankenstein. Yeah. Like, we know what you're trying to get at here. But, like, also at the same time, we know as an audience that Frankenstein wasn't really, like, terrible. But Michael Myers is. is yeah. So, like, why is anyone just like, well, we should really think about what we're doing well, here? They're just recontextualizing a lot of things that have just been basic tenets of the series, even yeah. just images, like the idea of Michael always standing and staring out his sister's window. And they try and recontextualize that into like a deeper philosophical thing. I'm like, stop! You don't need any of that. You were doing great. I mean, they definitely, to some degree, take the nature of what Michael Myers is and say, like, you know, okay, we're putting this into Jason Voorhees' speed now instead of just what previously with Myers is like, okay, well, I mean, he's not a demon from hell, like, literally, that's unkillable, but, you know, it's pretty fucking hard to kill him. Uh, and this is like, 
amps it up to a point that just is there for no other reason but to say, fuck you, we're going to keep making sequels forever. Well, I mean, you know why, right? <laughs> because they filmed the sec- the next one at the same time as this, or back-to-back, well, uh, which is called Halloween Ends. But you know what? I'll place you a bet right now. It's not it. It's not. No. <laughs> really? You don't think so? I don't no. think so. Ever, no. Did everybody go when, when Jamie Lee Curtis went to that horror con and she said, Universal says that Michael Myers can't die. As a property, legally, contractually, he cannot ever be killed. <laughs> Because she she pitched H2O, and when she pitched the ending, they're like, no, 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 he can't die. We need to keep him alive because we, we want to keep this alive. And she's like, well, can I at least let the audience think he's what? died? They're like, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. We can let him think that he's, di- well, that's that he's the dead. End of, that's the end yeah. of all the movies except one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, this shit ain't going away. He's never going away. No. We're going to be doing this in 10 I'm years. Like, I mean, come on. Look, fucking kill him. And then you can make Ghost of Michael Myers Halloween. You can make Abbott and Costello meet Michael Myers. You can just keep <laughs> killing I, Dan. I, I Son really of like Michael Myers. Ghost of Michael Myers because I feel like a large part of where Michael Myers is scary mm-hmm. is that he is an unstoppable force. And that's why I love demons and ghost mm. movies and mm-hmm. that supernatural horror is be- not because it's something, a door or a wall, it can't stop. It's here forever. Right. And I don't know, giving it a physical form, it's somehow not quite as spooky, even though he will get through that door. Oh, well, he, he will, will not die. He will always find you. And how does the military never get involved with this? You would think, <laughs> right? The National Guard. I, yeah. I think that's that, like, get a tank. Blown up. Great, Boom. You make a great point, though. It's because, you know, one of the reasons that I don't want to hear the psychology being explained or whatnot is because I like the idea of him being superhuman, of him being evil personified. You know, that's what makes him scary. Is that you'll, you'll never know what makes him tick, and that's what really is makes him so compelling to watch. In earlier Halloween movies, yeah. did or did they not make a point? There is a rune yeah. associated the, the, with Michael Myers. tie it into, like, archaic mythology and Satanism it, and what, shit. What it is is that it's... Uh, I, I have a Futhar room tattoo and that's one of the other Futhark room I can't remember the name of it but it is the symbol that means a gateway or a portal or a demon right so initially going into these movies when I first watched all of them in one go that was <laughs> something that I thought was really cool but it seems to have faded over time as far as making ooh a point of this symbol but now we're back to oh yeah this guy is definitely 100% not a mortal man. The first one is only a sequel to the first movie. They were like, fuck all those other movies. They never happened other than us giving them little polite nods. Like, yes, this is a thing people who like those other movies will recognize, but no continuity here. Sorry. But the only thing they really recognized was just Season of the Witch, right? Yeah. I mean, there's other little... Like, I remember the first one had a few other nods to the other movies, but I can't remember offhand what they were. Was he a part of a cult? No, that's stupid. And honestly, I've watched the first one a hundred times. I've seen the other sequels maybe twice so i wouldn't wow. remember I, they're not very good frank you go through them like they're like redheaded stepchildren you still yeah. like no, them I you still, know <laughs> no, the definition of a redheaded stepchild is ignored and unliked you you, you give it a christmas present every year I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, they reward you in cheese but that's about it but anyway we gotta go to our final thoughts uh right why don't you get us started i liked it I had I had a lot of fun with it. I do feel like that it dragged and it started to miss the message. I at least heard about that there was really focusing on the whole mom mentality. If you've seen a trailer, you see like people like, you know, he dies tonight, like that thing. And like, okay, I see that's a, definitely a huge element of the movie because it definitely wasn't the other one. It kind of lost its focus with that in particular, but I still liked it okay. It, it feels like a, this the uh, kind of a boring-ish second act 
of like a very long movie mm-hmm. where like the Halloween parentheses 2018 parentheses <laughs> uh, is the first act and then this being the second I am looking forward to seeing like okay how do they actually wrap this shit up because let's just say Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't as involved as much as we would probably want her to be in this film so I'm really looking forward to like alright Halloween ends fucking kick ass so the thing is <laughs> this got me a little more amped for a movie that i haven't seen yet right and i wasn't really totally appreciative of, like the things they were trying to do with yeah, it we but... liked seeing her get all linda hamilton in the last one and right. yeah, she's just like incapacitated bedridden <laughs> i liked it okay i still had fun and i think i'll probably watch it again i'm going to give this six out of ten 2018 drones remember those they're like really <laughs> oh, fun right, little yeah. toys that everyone had <laughs> not me I was like, yeah, I'll be using this for like a month and then it'll be gathering <laughs> dust somewhere. Frank? This really should be in the credits and Jamie Lee Curtis because as soon as I found out that that's what they were going to do with her for the majority of the film, I was like, well, fuck. I like Jamie Lee Curtis. I like her on film more than in real life because if you ever watch her in real life, she's got two modes, big and fucking big. Mm-hmm. And bless her heart, everything she says is like such a revelation in her mind. Like It's like, I ate a Snickers bar today. And it's like, dude, come on, calm down. I really wanted more of her. She said that this has been like such a rejuvenation for her creatively as an actress. This is part Part two of a three-night miniseries. It's not bad. I think the storytelling is a little wonky at points. But overall, it's really doing the job well. The production design, the sound design was so great. The score by Carpenter. The score. Carpenter score, of course, always delivers. The throwbacks are so much fun. I love seeing these old cast members come by these former cast members, excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning 40. I'm knowing the, to say the difference now. Meanwhile, the actor who originally played Tommy Jarvis is like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Four other people have played me now. What the fuck? Come on. But this, David Gordon Green, get him, Jason. Come <laughs> But this is definitely a placeholder to what I'm hoping will be a great finale to this timeline. Because Kyle Richards is in this, I'm going to give this seven and a half out of 10 bored real housewives who just come out of retirement from their child star acting days and decide to Halloween is. By the way, I said Tommy Jarvis. That also is Friday the 13th. I meant Tommy Doyle. Totally different. <laughs> wow. Oh, see, I thought you were referencing Friday the no, 13th, no. and I was like, I got you. I Well, so, yeah, maybe I should <laughs> edit this, this part out. I don't know. Madeline, what about you? I enjoyed this film. I laughed a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> the gore was really pleasing. There were certain scenes where just the viscousness of the blood and the way it squelched really tickled me. Production quality, like you were saying, mm. Frank, I enjoyed that thoroughly. <laughs> Seeing Jamie Lee Curtis in any film is really interesting and funny for me because when I was growing up, Jamie Lee Curtis was the Activia lady. And so to watch her <laughs> kick ass and take names and be on a vengeance quest is always very, very pleasing to me. When I do feel like this movie was sort of a slow middle ground. It was a stepping stone between the last movie and the one that I am now looking forward to. 75 out of 100 stab wounds. It passed. It definitely made me look forward to more things, but it was good. Whatever, we're from very different generations because to me, Jamie Lee Curtis originally wasn't the girl from Halloween. She was nope. the girl with the great tits and trading places. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I remember like that was, I grew a pubic hair on the spot. See, I was like, it's, 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 what 
is it's that? true lies man it's true lies it's true, true lies, lies. Yeah, true yeah, lies man. Yeah. i was 12 years old when true lies true lies came out no. did you kill people yeah but they were all bad they were all bad <laughs> <laughs> i think it starts super strong has kind of a dull middle act once you realize where they're going what the point of it is it becomes kind of disappointing like i said don't over explain this stuff don't over intellectualize michael myers you kind of make it less scary when you do that, yeah. quite frankly, yeah. it's not scary if you're like trying to like put it in a textbook and no, talk about an the nature evil of evil. Demon killer, that's it. Yeah. He cannot be it's, still. It's yeah. hard to describe because it feels like it's taking place in a realistic, like actual Earth, right? But you're talking about pre evil, and you're like, wait, that doesn't like exist though. But thank God that the kills are as good as they are. That there's yeah. as many as they are. It's extremely well shot. It's extremely well scored. I like a lot of the extended cast. Although, say Anthony Michael Hall is so weird. I've, everything I've seen him in once he's like in his forties. Or I don't even know how old he is now. He's always so fucking sweaty. He is yeah, a he sweaty really is. guy. He's a sweaty motherfucker. Paul Rudd would have done it if it hadn't been for scheduling issues. <gasps> oh, really? He said that. Oh, he that would have, have done it. What? Yes. He played Tommy Doyle previously, for the record. But yeah. I, in one of the Lesser. non-canon <laughs> sequels. So maybe that also might have been. They're like, well, did they ask Paul Rudd? They did. Oh, it did was, they? Okay. Yeah, it was All a right, scheduling. Fair, fair oh, enough. my God. That's I fine. I would have killed for that. Well, I mean... To be fair, he is kind of a huge star again now. Oh, so, yes. like, thank you, Marvel, for taking Paul Rudd away from my <laughs> Halloween film. And Ant Man. This is a mixed bag. I think if you're a big Halloween, I feel about the same way I did about the first one, where I'm like, look, when this is good, it's really, really good, and when it's not, it's just kind of. Meh. At least this one didn't have the continuity issues. The first one had some, like, wait a minute, how does that work? Points that really take you out of a movie. You're like, oh, what? Yeah. But they didn't have any of that here. It was just the back and forth between Jamie. Lee Curtis and Will Patton in the hospital and then everything else were going on it didn't work and they should have found a different way to do it yeah but I think I enjoyed this more than I didn't I'm gonna give it a six and a half out of ten fluorescent light bulbs just right in the throat <laughs> oh, oh, man. Man. all these like, little oh. splinters and shit little, like, yeah, like, here's yeah. one thing I do want to explain I know we were talking about like all these little crossover movies we need to see a workout video for Michael Myers because that man <laughs> is a fit motherfucker <laughs> we got for, for, is like, for a 60 something year old like, yeah. he is top notch Krav Maga every day drinking blood <laughs> I bet so. And a shot of ginger. 